Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm here with my co-host, Marco. Yay! And we're also joined by four other co-hosts. Say hi, guys. Hi! These are our lovely children. We've got kid one, kid two, kid three, and kid four. Heaven help us. (laughs) This is going to be a rough episode. Yep. So we're here at home at the kitchen table with our kid, with our kids, and we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. So tonight we are going to talk about healthy snacks for athletes. Specifically, when we were brainstorming this one, we were thinking of uh, my athletes, my middle school and high school cross-country athletes, but it works just as well with all athletes, hockey players, football players, what have you, athletes who want to recharge. There's going to be an emphasis tonight on nut-free recipes only because I can't think of a season that I've had coaching where I didn't have at least one kid on the team with nut allergies. Uh, We know there's a lot of other allergies out there in the world. You're going to have to adapt the recipes for that. We could probably do another episode for gluten allergies and what have you. But for this one, it's nut-free power snacks for athletes, specifically cross-country runners, because, hey, we're heading towards cross-country season, and I coach cross-country. Right. Also, it's important to note that these recipes are not low-carb. So our crew is going to taste is going to do the taste test and rate them. This should be fun since they are not necessarily the target audience that we're looking for for these recipes. <laughs> you and I have gone through these. We approve of them. If we weren't stick, sticking to our low-carb diet, we would definitely be diving into all of these. They're oh, ones that sure. on previous diets we've done, we did enjoy. There are things that I recommend to my runners. But... Uh, Hey, they're here. This will be entertaining. They could absolutely hate them. We're going to find out. They've got rating data sheets in front of them because we're nerds like that. Mm -hmm. And we'll score them at the end of the uh, episode. But first, what are you drinking, Marco? I am having a grape Gatorade Zero. How exotic. That's special. What are you having? Water from the refrigerator. Ooh, special. Kid number one, what are you drinking? Icy water from the refrigerator. <laughs> nice. Kid two. A water from the refrigerator. Kid three, what are you having? Chocolate milk from the refrigerator. What kind of chocolate milk? Nuts. <laughs> chocolate almond milk? Chocolate almond milk. Okay. And kid four, what are you drinking tonight? Chocolate milk. What kind of chocolate milk? Where did it come from? The refrigerator. Well, it did come from the refrigerator. Where did it come from before that? Oh, it's a cow milk, chocolate cow milk. That's what I was looking for. Thank you, kid, for. Well, everybody, cheers. 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 All right, who's hungry? Me! Okay. But before we pull out the snacks, a few notes. How do you instruct your teams to fuel their bodies? Well, for me, hydration is important, and it's not just chugging a bunch of water on the bus before we go to a meet. It's drinking water all day. Yes, kid four. Uh, Drinking water is very, very important. Uh, In general, though, I don't give them dietary restrictions, but before meets, uh, I do tell them to stay away from fast food and foods with a lot of ingredients, things that will make them barf. I learned that the hard way, my first season of track where I had a kid who had to go run the 100 meter dash and I'm looking for them. I'm looking for them. Hey, go check in for your race. 
they're coming away from the concession stand with two chili cheese hot dogs. It's like, give me a break. Ew. Yes. And there's a lot of going to, I don't want to pick on the company because we do frequent there, but it's a sandwich shop. Mm. It's a chain. And they go, I had a kid who used to get extra mayo and then go run and jump on the bus. And they were in the first race when we got off the bus for cross country. It's before I worked with transportation to make sure we had more time on site. So I usually tell the kids, lay off the mayo before your race. Lay off things like cured meats, like salamis, things that are harder to break down. Before your race, you know, you want a snack after school? Great, but have something simple. The less ingredients, the better. Things like apples, bananas. Watermelon. Watermelon, sure. And then after the race, I don't put a lot of restrictions on them, but I will say... When I go back to the tent and I see a bunch of candy and donuts, it makes me cringe. Just a lot of sugar. And there's been time where, like, parents are, you know, I have a refreshment coordinator. One parent coordinates all the food that comes in. And over the years, they've they've passed along my feelings. So they've asked, well, what kind of things would you like to see there? And I tell them, and I'm on the emails. I, I see them relay those, those uh, comments very well. But somehow fruit gets interpreted as fruit snacks, which is really just... <laughs> Fruit-flavored sugar. In gummy form. In gummy form. And there's a lot of candy and cookies and junk food. And you know what? I get it. Those are great. I enjoy them too. I used to enjoy them much more. But there's healthy takes on that we can do instead of having just pounds of raw sugar, basically. I mean, might as well have those pixie sticks and just have the kids, like... (laughs) Go wild. Re-envisioning, you know. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) On no. Halloween. Uh, you also have to watch out for the store-bought granola bars and protein bars. Those are really tough to pick a good one because most are really candy bars in disguise. And a lot of them have nuts in there. Even if they don't advertise the nuts, they're made with peanut butter. And with all the kids we have with nut allergies, it's just really scary to see those under there. Better if you can make something and you can control what you're putting into it. It actually turns out to be cheaper, too. And that, of course, leads into no nuts. Uh, Nuts are a great power snack for runners and athletes if you don't have a nut allergy and if you're not. And if you don't have teammates with nut allergies or kids on other teams with uh, nut allergies, just better to go with no nuts for the middle school and high school level. And as I mentioned, all my teams and whatnot, I'm planning on using this episode as a resource for my teams and their parents. I plan on giving them the link to this episode as a reference for ideas on what to make and also on what they might select. Not as a like scripting it for them, but inspiration. Awesome. And with that big delay as I'm looking at the frowning sad faces, uh, let's bring out the first course for them. First up, we have a soft protein pretzel. These were made by kid number one this afternoon. Go ahead and dig in, guys. While you're munching out and thinking about whether you like them or not, and we'll get your comments in a minute, uh, I'll run through the the ingredients and their instructions. So to make it, the ingredients are four cups of whole wheat flour, two tablespoons of baking powder, two teaspoons of kosher salt, four cups of plain Greek yogurt. We use the whole milk, full fat version, but you can always go non-fat too. Two eggs that you're going to beat. And then the optional toppers, which... Uh, Kid, kid number one went with was coarse sea salt or kosher salt just for the pretzel tops. And kid number four is off. All right, moving on. 
The instructions were to preheat the oven to 350 degrees, line a baking sheet with parchment paper, and set aside in a large in a large bowl. Combine all the dry ingredients, then you add your yogurt and you mix it until you have a dough. You knead that dough with clean hands. Very important when you're working with kids until it's dry and elastic. Then you divide into 16 balls. One at a time, form each ball into a long cylinder, just rolling it back and forth. If you're feeling fancy, then you can bend those cylinders into a traditional pretzel shape. And if there's no time for that, pretzel sticks it is. And that's what we did tonight is we have pretzel sticks. Brush the egg wash over the tops, then generously sprinkle it with coarse salt because a lot of that salt's gonna fall off in the cooking process and moving around. Bake for 20 to 25 minutes and you're done. And as a result, we get these pretzel sticks. So kid one, what do you think? Um, they're okay. They don't taste like normal pretzels, though. Well, they're whole wheat and they've got a little bit extra protein. That's in why it. they don't taste good. They're as good as <laughs> they have whole wheat flour in it. Whole wheat flour is the taste that uh, you have to get accustomed to. If you're used to eating white flour all the time, this is going to taste drastically different. But after you've had it for a while, you start to really not notice it. Okay. And actually, it has more flavor. It yeah. actually tastes like bread mm -hmm. instead of just nothingness. I'd rather have the normal pretzel, though. All right. Mm. Kid two, what do you think? Sort of good, but there was like so much wheat and it tastes like pretzel. I mean, bread mixed in with pretzel. <laughs> so it tasted more like a breadstick than a pretzel? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Kid three, what'd you think? Gross because it's too sweet. It's too, too sweet? sweet? That's sweet. It's salt on top of it. It's not sweet Okay. At all. Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Kid four, what did you think? What do you think of it? Uh, you got a shoulder shrug, but like they can't see you doing your cute little shoulder shrug. You got to tell is it, us. Is it good? There's a nod. It's good. Go ahead. It's good. Okay. Real quick while you're finishing those up. On the first line of your little score sheet where it says number one, you can even write a note, pretzel, and then circle your rating. You've got five, you know, one through five with little smiley, frowny emojis. No wrong answer, whatever you think. Take a smiley face for it. Which one do you like? For our second item tonight, we have fresh fruit. Can't go wrong with fresh fruit. I know, it's delicious. Packed full of vitamins. And it's so tasty. And it's cold and it's, it's refreshing. It's simple. It's easy for your body to break it down. Mm -hmm. So our kids tonight are trying fresh bananas and fresh watermelon. Bananas are great. I Personally, I don't enjoy fresh bananas. But I also know they're great for you. I recommend them for my runners because they're full of potassium along with other nutrients, but especially that potassium, which helps with the cramping that you run into. Yes, I don't love bananas either, but I know that like after I finish a triathlon or an aqua bike, if my legs are really starting to hurt, I will go for those bananas that they have at the finish line because I know that's going to help really fast. And the watermelon, okay, it's right in the name. The watermelon is packed full of water. Help with rehydrating. It's sweet. You feel like you're getting candy, but all natural. It's good for you. Not that sugar is not all natural, but I mean, it's... Okay, but this sugar that comes from fruit is better for you than like sugar that comes from a chocolate bar in the grocery store. 
or heavily processed refined sugars. Right. These are very simple sugars, easy to break down, great for runners. Also, watermelon tends to be kept in the refrigerator, and so this is excellent for post-race when you're dying from, like, heat stroke. Not really, but if you're super hot after you finish a race, grabbing a slice or two of watermelon is going to help cool your core down. Kid number four, what do you think? Kid number three, what are your thoughts on the fruit tonight? Super duper yummy. Both? Banana and watermelon? You can't just nod. They're not going to, all they're going to get is the sound. Yeah. Okay. Kid number two. It was so delicious. All of it? Yep. Cool. Kid number one. Watermelon and bananas are my are two of my favorite types of fruit, so they're amazing. Yeah, I heard you today telling one of your running buddies when we were out uh, running about when you were what almost one and our neighbor brought over a watermelon <laughs> they grew in their yard and you lay claim to it and you <laughs> growled at your mother and I when we wanted to get a slice. <laughs> you are a watermelon freak. <laughs> Or there was the day when you brought home the leftover fruit tray from work and it had watermelon and she like she was just maybe one, one and a half and she just figured out how to stand up. And so she pulled herself up next to the table and she stretched as hard as she could and she knocked the whole tray down onto the ground and that kid dove headfirst into the watermelon. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like I said, you're a watermelon freak. Yep. All right. Take a second. Crew, mark down number two is fruit and rate it. Next up, we have our third item of the night. Wow, we're cruising through these too. Helps that I'm pausing every time so they can munch down on these and we don't have to listen to chewing. But number three is a modified version of Coach's Maple Granola. This is my favorite version of granola, even though I'm not... Since I went low-carb, I've cut granola out of my diet. This was my recipe that I absolutely loved beforehand and ate for years. But the base recipe had slivered almonds in it, which violates the no-nut rule tonight. So we've modified that a little bit. Is this a banana mm -hmm. The ingredients are six cups of rolled oats, one and three-quarters cups of barley. But right now we're having a barley shortage, apparently, in the Midwest. Yeah. It's weird. So we replaced it with oats for this batch that we just uh, baked up. But What's normally, barley? it's another whole grain. Okay. It's kind of like oats. A quarter cup of sunflower seeds, half a cup of unsweetened coconut flakes, one cup of maple syrup, the best quality you can find, two thirds of a cup of honey, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, half a teaspoon of salt. And then one cup of dried fruit of your choice, raisins, dried cherries, apricots. In this case, uh, for this batch, got raisins. Half a cup of uh, banana chips. To add that crunch that the almond slivers would normally give you, we use the dehydrated uh, banana chips. To make this, you preheat your oven to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. You line a large rimmed baking sheet with parchment paper. In a large bowl, you're going to mix your oats, barley if you have barley, sunflower seeds and coconut, add cinnamon and salt, mix until it's well distributed, pour the maple syrup and honey and vanilla over the top, and mix it up until with a rubber spatula until it's well coated and everything looks wet and sticky. 
you transfer that big sticky mess over to the parchment paper and you spread it out as evenly and as thin as possible. Place it in the oven for 60 to 75 minutes, depending on your oven and how thick your granola layer is based on the size of your pan. Every 10 minutes, you're going to stir so that you have even toasting and you don't have burning. After 45 minutes, you're gonna start doing that every five minutes to prevent burning. When the batch looks dry and crisp, take it out of the oven and stir in the fruit. Let it cool and you store it in an airtight container and it makes a great breakfast, a great snack. And right now, kid number two, are you having yours like a cereal or like a snack? Are you having it dry or wet? Dry. You gotta slide in by the mic. Dry. Dry cereal and you're just eating it with your fingers, yes. right? Kid number one, how are you having it? I'm having it like a cereal and I have cow milk in it. Okay. And you're using a spoon, not just with your fingers with wet cereal. <laughs> that would be disgusting. That, that would be a hot mess. Kid number three, how are you enjoying your granola? I don't kind of and because I don't like the raisins and I, I don't like the banana chips. Okay, but are you having it dry or wet? Dry. And kid number four? Kid number four. Paging kid four. Are you having your granola dry or wet? Wet. And what do you have on your granola? Yes. What kind of milk did you put on it? I don't know. <laughs> Was it almond milk or cow milk? Almond milk. Almond milk. Do you like your granola? Mm -hmm. I know you like the banana chip. What's your favorite part of the granola? Mm -hmm. What is that? Kid three, you gave us your feelings on it. Kid one, what do you think? Um, I didn't really like um the flavor of the toasted oats. Um, that's like the main part of the granola. It tastes like syrup, like on pancakes. How do you not like it? I don't like how it tastes, kind of like burnt, like. Oh, it's very toasted. Um, it's not burnt. I also um don't really like um dried fruit. I like very fresh fruit, so like fresh grapes. Or fresh but that would make it all soggy. Yeah. Although you have it in milk, so I guess it's getting a little soggy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you hate raisins. <laughs> so I um, but I did really like the milk because it had a lot of good flavor in it. Oh, so all that cinnamon and the maple uh -huh. soaked into the milk and the honey and the honey and the vanilla. Got it. Kid number two, you're going to town on that, so am I safe to assume you like it? Um, it is sort of delicious because I don't like these things, but... What are those things? The people listening can't see. Hmm? Oh, the sunflower seeds. But, not the, sunflower but not the rest. So I mark... How could you not like the sunflower seeds? So you don't like the sunflower seeds, but you do no, like I the do rest? Like, I do like the sunflower Oh, you like the sunflower seeds, but not the rest. Yes, I didn't know there was sunflower seeds. So we've got a honey maple sunflower seed batch going on here. Cool. So if you want, you got somebody who loves sunflower seeds and they don't want the traditional sunflower seeds, if they want honey maple, ignore the rest of the recipe and just make it with sunflower seeds, I guess. I guess so. All right. Sunflower seeds are awesome. Should we move on to the next item? Yes. yes All right. Yes. Let me pause for a minute and go get it.
All right, we got a next dish in front of you. This is number four. And years ago, one of my runners decided to uh, affectionately name my wife, whose name he could never remember. <laughs> so if the last thing was Coach's Maple Granola, this one is... Mrs. Coach's Wife's Trail Mix. He actually named me Mrs. Coach's Wife, and it has stuck in every... It's on some of your team t-shirts. I mean, it's the best nickname ever. So, and um, a funny nickname. Every single runner calls me that, and I think it's hysterical. I've just given up. That's what I refer to you as in terms of the context of cross-country. Right. We're not, not, we're, not I'm not coming home like, like Mrs. Coach's Wife, I'm home from work. <laughs> no, that's not going on. Uh, All right. So, ingredients for Mrs. Coach's Wife's Trail Mix. We've got 12 cups of Chex Mix. You got that in air quotes. We do, because, like, there's generic, and then there's real Chex, and there's something in between, I'm sure. So and actually, this one was the store brand that was right next to the brand name stuff, and fantastic. it was quite a bit cheaper. Uh, yeah, so that's the thing. If you're making it for, like, a fancy party or something... And you're trying to impress is there people. A, I mean, I'm not a you know cereal connoisseur. Is there a huge difference between the store brand and... I, honest to God, I can't figure it out. But if you're worried about labels, then get the expensive Chex, official Chex Mix. But if you have to feed a team of 30 runners, get the generic. Because yeah, and you need I to double, this, triple, quadruple this recipe. Right. I tasted this and I don't taste a difference, so... Have at it. Moving on. Next right. ingredient. Next ingredient. Four cups of mini pretzels. These things are adorable. They were. You sent me to the store to get little pretzels, and I thought you meant like the normal little pretzels. We found the I found the miniature ones. Yeah. They're the size of the little squares for the checks. Yeah, they're really cute. Um, but really you can use whatever size you want. Whatever you can find at the store is fine. 1.5 cups of raw unsalted sunflower seeds. These are delicious. Mm -hmm. Two teaspoons of garlic powder, two teaspoons of salt, one teaspoon of chili powder, a half teaspoon of smoked paprika, a half teaspoon of sugar, eight teaspoons of Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I can't say it. One stick of butter, and optional one cup of chocolate candies. We used M&Ms. You can use generic. You can use um, some sort of allergy-free substitute. And before we get all the angry emails, like, what are you guys doing? You just got on your, your soapbox about no candy. Look, for 12 cups, and actually of cereal with another four cups of pretzels right there, and the, by the time you put in the sunflower seeds, we've got almost 18 cups of stuff. Yeah. And then we put in one cup of M&M's. All things in moderation, and that's very few M&Ms in there, and that's fine. What I don't want to see is a kid sitting there eating 18 cups of M&Ms <laughs> down a handful oh, per kid. So I would just like to point out that you might hear the tinkling sound of teacups, and that would be our children digging through their trail mix trying to find all of the M&Ms. <laughs> yes, kid, uh, kid 4 already has a chocolate smear on one cheek. <laughs> all right, so your instructions for the trail mix. Preheat your oven to 250 degrees. Put your butter in a roasting pan and place it in the oven until the butter is melted. Keep an eye on it because you don't want it to burn. Yeah, you're not going for brown butter here. No. When the butter is melted, pull out of the oven and whisk seasonings and Worcestershire sauce together. 
And these seasonings are a recommendation if you want to go more Italian with it. Add in some onion powder and some other things. This just happens to be a popular mix amongst this crowd here at the table. Yep. If you have a pepper allergy, you probably want to get rid of that chili powder and maybe the paprika. But I think it's sweet, salty, and a little spicy is great. Me too. I would have liked it with a little bit more heat. No. Slowly add cereal and pretzels to the pan, mixing to coat as you go. And then you're going to bake it for one hour, and you're going to mix it every 10 minutes, just to make sure it's evenly baked and nothing gets burned. Then, once it's done, spread it on parchment paper to cool. When it's nice and cool, add the candy if you're putting it in. <clears throat> if you add the candy too early when the, when the trail mix is still warm or hot, it's going to melt and you're going to have a mess. So don't do that. And then... Once you've got it all mixed up together, store it in an airtight container. So guys, what do you think of the trail mix? Super good! Super good! Kid number one, what do you think? I like it. Um, I don't like how the like, check square things are um, flavoring everything. Because I don't like those. Okay. Kid number two, what do you think? It's, oh, hang on. Back up to kid number one. It's sort of... Is it... Hang on, hang on, kid number two. I'm sorry. But kid number one, is it... Because there's three... We did three different types. We did the rice, corn, and wheat. Is it all three you don't like? Is it one particular type you don't like? I just don't like how they're all... They're all well, they, they have all those little... They have a lot of surface area, and they picked up the butter with all the seasonings we put in. I just don't like all of them. You know, okay. All right. Kid number two, you were saying. Um, it was sort of delicious, but I didn't like how the flavor sees the seasoning of the flavor. Okay. What didn't you like about it? It's that, it's that the other, the ingredients of flavoring, including. Was it, it too spicy or did it taste like tacos or what? It was like too spicy. Okay. It is a little spicy. <sighs> it's not spicy. Y'all are weak. You're never going to survive when your grandparents Most of the, the things taste like hot sauce. They, they put hot sauce Most on Most of the things anything. taste spicy except for the M&M's. Mm. So they'll put hot sauce on top of And the pretzel. And sort of the and I the would pretzel. not be shocked if I saw your grandparents put hot sauce on um, ice cream. Yeah. Kid number three. <laughs> Kid number three. Kid number what three in think? the yellow shirt. I know you're not used to answering to kid number three, but. Super good because it has a whole lot of M&M's. It doesn't. What about the rest of it? I like it because it has M&M's and because I, like, I really like the sunflowers and the squares. Okay. So we got it. That's a positive vote. Kid number, kid four. number four. What did you think of it? It was sweet, like awesome. Fantastic. Tubular. Totally right. radical. We have an right. 80s child in here? I guess so. All right, so I think it's a little bit of a house divided. Do we need to give you a minute to finish digging for M&Ms? <laughs> I already found them all. all right. Kid three and kid four, do you need a moment to finish your? Because you seem to like it. All right. Well, then we will go get the next course. Write down your rating for... Trail mix. Number four, trail mix. Next up, number five, 
blueberry protein muffins. And I know we were talking about... Five? Yes, we're on number five, sweetie. We were talking about make it from home so you can control what's in it. And we just did a trail mix where we put M&Ms in it. We we're also talking about the sugar. Here's with this one, we kept it simple because just because we were making so many. This one is out of a box. Yay, it's easy. Easy out of a box. We use the Kodiak protein muffins because they are pretty simple and they are protein packed and they're relatively low in sugar and higher in protein to all the competition out there in terms of store bought muffin mixes. And they're easy enough where the kids Whoa, can make them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that kid number one made. Mm -hmm. Kid number one did make these. Yeah. And, the and I don't, I don't think that you need to put eggs in this batter, do you? Kid number one, what went in it? Besides, you had the mix and what? There was mix. There was milk. There was I water. think there was an egg. Oh. And the and the um protein and like the powder stuff that was in the box. That That's the mix. Yeah. Egg. So you mix all that together, you just follow the instructions, and you put it in the little muffin cup things. We've got the little silicone reusable ones mm -hmm. that just happen to be in all of your favorite colors. Amazing. Because it's rainbow. More or less. Did you see that, I did see that, sweetie. Compared to the other muffin mixes we've had in the past that are really, really packed full of sugar, do these taste any different? Are they still sweet? They are sweet, um, in a way. They taste a little more bready than the other ones, but I still think they're good. Okay, anybody else? Go, oh, yeah, Kid 2 wants to say something. And then Kid 3, I saw you put your hand up. We're not in school, buddy. It was, like, so delicious that it blew my mind. Although the blueberry was also, like, mixed, sort of, like, mixed. And with lemon, blueberry. Oh, you got hints lemon. of lemon in there too? Yeah, and that's what makes it so delicious. Okay. I didn't get any lemon. Kid number three is shaking his head that he got lemon. I have a lemon. You have a lemon, kid four? Mm. Does it taste like lemon? No. No. It tastes like blueberry. It tastes like blueberry. Got it. Kid three, you had your hand up. Has hints of yellow? No, like lemon. Oh, okay. So, would you give these a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Thumbs up. Thumbs sideways. Oh, you're split. How about right after a race? Because we do races sometimes, like a color run or something. Would this be a good snack, do you think? Mm -hmm. Yes, and I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Okay. At least you're honest. There is a little hint of lemon in it. No, it's, it's not. the tiniest little thing. There's no lemon in it. Yeah. yeah. There is no lemon in it. Well, I would say we'd have to agree to disagree, but everyone who's had it thinks there's a hint of lemon in it, except for Kid One. I didn't, I didn't try have it. any lemon. Did you not mix it all the way? I did. Did you get the little corner of the batch that had no lemon in it? <laughs> 
There was no love in it. Well, we might have to revisit this, make a batch for the cross-country team, and see what the whole team thinks. Larger sample size. We can get our data nerd on. Yep. All right, should we move on to the next course? Yes, because yes. my muffin is all gone. And the gone. runner version of a tasting menu. Yeah. I just ate the whole thing. Good, you ate the whole thing. Go for it. I ate it. All right, well, Mommy and I are going to go get the next course. For our sixth recipe for tonight, we've got dark chocolate protein waffles. These are also easy because you use a box of Kodiak protein waffle mix. Are we sponsored by Kodiak, by the way? This is two in a row. No. no, we're not. We just really enjoy this brand. So to make it, you're going to follow the directions on the box. Just like last time. Don't even have to modify it because dark chocolate is one of their flavors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to, if you're, if you're turning it into waffles, you'll obviously need a waffle iron. These have less sugar and more protein than most other store-bought mixes. They also are a great replacement for brownies. And you see those oh, like yeah. under the tent and kids are eating them and they're dense and they're full of sugar. <clears throat> These are light and airy. They travel well. You make them the night before and it's great. You know, packed full of protein. Mm -hmm. So you can make them in advance and then you can munch on them as a snack. Perfect. Kid number four. What do you think of the waffles? Sweet. What do they taste like? Uh, chocolate. They do taste like chocolate. Any other thoughts on it, Kid 4? Yeah. What? This. That's your muffin. <laughs> Where did you find a piece of muffin? I thought you finished it. Did do you, you have, like, stockpiles of food over there in your chair? Did you hide it? What did I hide? She's got a guilty little look going on. What did I hide? The muffin. Oh, well. No. <laughs> Kid number three, thoughts on the waffles? I didn't hide on waffles. Super duper yummy because they taste like regular waffles only with a thousand chocolate chips. A thousand chocolate chips. A thousand chocolate chips. That's a lot of chocolate there chips. There are little mini chocolate chips in there. They're really good. Did you sneak a taste of this too? I totally did. Kid number one, your thoughts? I remember putting really... Because you made these. I remember putting in very chocolatey flavored batter in here. I, I don't Were you licking the, the spoon? A tiny bit. But Did you lick the spoon after... and put it back in the batter? This is after we made it. All right. For the, if you weren't listening, there was a... Or you, sorry. If you're listening and you can't see her, she did do a head shake no. She did not put the spoon back in after licking it. Mm. But I remember it was very chocolatey and this... Kind of tastes like chocolate. It's not really chocolatey at all. But it does have the chocolate. Well, chip your brother said it's chocolate. very chocolatey, and you're saying it's not very chocolatey at all? Because I have chocolate a lot. No, you don't. But I know what chocolate tastes like. So, wait a minute. He thinks very chocolatey. You're like, not so much. He thinks the last set, the muffins, had a hint of lemon. You said no lemon at all. Your sister is literally covered in chocolate right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they look like chocolate bars, but they don't taste like them. What no. do they taste like? They taste like the brownie protein bars, except with, like, no chocolate in them. You're nuts. Well, they have... No, well, because well, this is the No Nuts episode. <laughs> <laughs> Kid number two. 
Kid number two, what are your thoughts on the waffles? Now, the dark chocolate waffles were like so delicious. And then like, like it was like raining chocolate and like some, It's raining chocolate? Yeah, on it, in it, but it's like, and it's like chocolate is like being so delicious and mixed it with waffles. And it tastes even better than regular waffles. So this is going to be the, like the new favorite is it's when we do waffles, we're going to have to do the dark chocolate waffles. Well, it doesn't matter. I still what like do you guys both. think if, what do you guys think it would taste like? Because none of you, you're all eating it like if we were out in the field at a cross country meet. And that was part of too, when we were picking out things, we wanted things that transported well. Because there's all these things you can have after a race. And you've been to a lot of races where mommy and I are competing and they have a food station under a tent set up. But for cross-country meets, a lot of times we're out in a random field out in the middle of nowhere. So we need something that can travel. These travel well. We didn't put syrup on them because we probably wouldn't be having syrup on them at a cross-country meet. But what do you think if we did a breakfast and we put maple syrup on top of it? Good? Bad? That would be really yummy. Sweetness overload? What do you think? It'd be really yummy. Kid 2, what do you think? Uh, since it was like sort of like regular chocolate... Might as well might have got some sugar and protein like mixed in together, and that's what like made the waffles really great. Right, but if we put maple syrup on top of it, would that be too much sweetness? Yes. Or would it be two flavors that really It'd don't go a, together? It you would think? Be a little too much sweet. All right, so if we did these, you would think no syrup. Just a tiniest bit of syrup. Yes, syrup. Yes, syrup. Well, that's uh, that'll be the, for the next taste test or taste test. I want some syrup because that will like oftenly give you that will like have way too much sugar because maple syrup has. That's what maple syrup is—is sugar. Is sugar. That's right, and we are trying to keep the sugar count low for this, and just put find ways to squeeze in the sweetness without overloading people with candy. When we were talking about candies, I couldn't stand. The tub of Twizzlers when it used to break out after races. I'm like, again, not a fruit. Might taste like cherry, not a fruit. Sorry, really Twizzler like people. I'm not. I'm not picking on it. It's just when I say bring fruit and they show up with Twizzlers, yeah, not so much. Now, if I said bring cherry flavored licorice, right on. I love I, the giant tub of Twizzlers. I don't really. I think it's the greatest like, thing I've ever seen happen at cross country. I meets. don't really. Sorry, like but it's not fruit. It's not fruit, and it's terrible for you. But that doesn't mean it's not tasty. I'm not saying it's not tasty. I'm just saying it's not fruit. And it's probably not the best thing for a runner right after a race. Actually, not probably. It is not the best <laughs> thing for a runner after a race. Okay. I hate Twizzlers. What? I don't really like them. I will eat I them don't. because I think. I will eat like three or four well, of them. Well, you must before. love it at Halloween when like they come home with Twizzlers. I do. Um, I will oh, eat like three or four of them, and then I won't eat them for like a week. The um, really the like tiny them. little mini size ones, they they taste a little bit like plastic compared to regular Twizzlers. I'm not really sure why that is, but they don't taste the same. Just my two cents on Twizzlers. <laughs> Well, let's get back to healthy stuff. And now we're actually going to even get back into things we've made and we made today. And we have a recipe for, and it's not out of a box. Mm -hmm. So let's get it. 
Yes, kid number four, there is something yellow in it. We have in front of you number seven on our list, although it's not like a ranking. They were just kind of put into progression because the kids are going to eat it. We're into a series of balls. All balls. Not all balls. I did put, uh, I inserted some other things to break up the sequence of balls, but there's going to be a whole lot of balls on the rest of this list. And let's see if we can get through it without too many ball jokes. So first up is my trail mix power balls. The ingredients for this are 40 dates. Now keep in mind we're doing big batches and you even with a larger team, you might have to double or triple or quadruple this, but 40 dates. Fresh out of the produce section are best, but if you have to go to where they have the packaged um, foods like raisins and whatnot, those dates will work too, but try to get the fresh ones. And for this recipe, you're gonna want them softened. So what you do is you put a pot of water on the stove, bring it up to a boil, put a colander over it, and put your dates into that. You might have to do two batches if you're using a small pot. You're also going to need two cups of sunflower seeds, one cup of raw shelled pumpkin seeds, one cup of shredded or flaked unsweetened coconut, one teaspoon of cinnamon, a half teaspoon of sea salt, and one cup of dried apricots, or apricots, depending on what kind of part of the country you're from. <laughs> The instructions for this are really, really easy. This is a, aside from boiling the water to steam the dates to soften them up, it's essentially a no-bake recipe. In a food processor or a very strong blender, toss in your dates and run until it forms a paste. Then you add in your seeds and process until it's well chopped. Add in the coconut, the cinnamon, and the salt. You're gonna pulse that until it's well combined. And then you put in your apricots and you're gonna hit the pulse button to chop it and mix it. But you don't wanna completely obliterate the apricots. You want to just mix them in. Remove the mixture from, remove the mixture and put it in a bowl and form a big ball. Then we're gonna scoop it into little balls. You're shooting me a look. I don't know how we're gonna make it through all these ball recipes. But you're gonna scoop it and roll it between your um, palms to, Form it, and I used uh, a tablespoon to kind of get portioning under control. But you can make them as big or as little as you want. They're not baking. Mm -hmm. You place the form balls onto a lined uh, cookie sheet and refrigerate to, so they set up at least thirty minutes, and then you store them in a container in the fridge. Awesome. So now, as we go around, seeing some mixed reactions here. I see some very serious faces working on your data sheets. Kid number three with the eyebrows down, all serious. There's a smile. Kid number three, what do you think of the trail mix balls? Disgusting. Disgusting? Really? I thought they were yummy. I tried some of this. Why is it disgusting, kid three? Because raisins are disgusting. There's no raisins in there. What's the yellow stuff? Those are apricots, also known as, if you go to grandma and grandpa's house, they call them monkey ears because they're dried, dehydrated. Because the apricots are gross and because I don't like their, their, that there's a bunch of salt on them. There's no salt. Oh, there's a little salt, sea salt mixed in, but bring out the flavors. All right. Well, that's all right. Your sister probably picked up some totally different flavors from you. So kid number one, what did you think? It's gross, cause. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one, why is it gross? I don't. I hate coconut. 
You hate coconut too? So on Halloween, mommy's picking up your Twizzlers, your Almond Joys, your Mounds. What else has coconut in it? I think that's it for Halloween. Yeah, that's usually it. I don't really care if she eats my Almond Joys. I'll eat like one Almond Joy. I love that. But that's it. I love that. Um, I don't like coconut, and as soon as I took a bite of this, it's just coconut. I can't taste anything else. I can only taste the coconut, and I did not like it. Well, coconut lovers will love it. Kid number two, you're being quiet. What did you think? Did you take a bite? Yeah, I did. Uh, it's just that cinnamon. It's just that it's um, it was a little bit because good because it's just that I mean, some cinnamon just doesn't like make good. It doesn't like taste so good. The only not thinking. The only thing I like is the coconut because almond joy has coconut and coconut. Like taste. So your delicious. sister hates it because it has coconut. You love it because it has coconut. Mm-hmm. What about di- the apricots? Did you like those in there? No. What about just the base, the the mixture that holds it all together? Uh, yeah. Because the dates really become the binder instead of using peanut butter or something like that. Uh, yeah. Oh sure. <laughs> okay. You're like whatever. Kid number four. Kid number four did not taste hers. Can you take a little bite of the ball? Uh, I think I see a no. bite on the floor, on the bottom. That's from me. Oh, okay. Should we move on to the next ball, then? Yeah. Is this the cookie dough one? Nope. Okay. Yes, actually it is. It's oh. the, the banana chip balls. So calm down. Write down your rankings of the trail mix ball, and Mommy and I will be right back. Well, I'm seeing smiles already. Jess, you want to tell us about the banana chip balls? Banana chip balls. So your ingredients are going to be two ripe bananas, eight dates, a half a cup of coconut flour, one cup of rolled oats, a quarter cup of mini chocolate chips. And these dates did not get steamed because I made this batch. They were just straight out of the container. Fantastic. Okay, so your instructions. In a food processor, combine the dates and bananas until smooth. Then you're gonna add coconut flour and oats. Continue processing until well mixed and forming a dough. And it should sort of be like cookie dough batter, correct? Very much. Yeah. In fact, when I was making it, that's what all the kids were saying. Like, we're having cookies? Mm -hmm. Chocolate chip cookies? Awesome. Transfer, once your dough is formed, transfer it to a bowl and fold in the chocolate chips. And then using a heaping teaspoon, roll the dough between your palms to form the balls. And then once they're done, store the balls in an airtight container in the refrigerator. So guys, what do you think of the banana chip balls? A teeny tiny bit good because I only like the chocolate chips. You don't like the banana? Really? You ate a banana just a few items ago. But I don't like it when it's mush. Does it taste like banana bread? No. What does it, it taste like? It tastes like bread and chocolate chips. Okay. And you dried up rotten bread and chocolate chips. Okay. Wow. Let's see. Kid number four, what do you think of the banana balls? Um, something like the banana and the chocolate chips. Good. Okay. Kid number two. Oh. Um... It was a sort of good, sort of good because I like the chocolate chips. 
It was delicious, although, except for the, um, uh, um, it tasted like banana and co and cookie dough mixing together, and it was frozen, and it kind of didn't, like, taste the way I thought it would. What did you think it was going to taste like? Just regular cookie dough? Cookie dough. But it had a banana hint to it? Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? A kind of a... Mm. Or just surprising well, thing? It's a surprising thing. They disguised it as a cookie dough ball. Sneaking in the veggies to your your desserts. Is that like when people give um? Is that like when people prank um like their their like um younger sibling with like ice cream? I was thinking about like when like really like broccoli. Some parents broccoli. hide veggies into like cheesy potatoes to. Um, we have a kids. friend who oh, so her kids won't eat. Only uh, this spinach. had a fruit in it. And she'll take yeah it had a banana in it yeah and she'll take the spinach. And she'll uh, sort of turn it into a puree, and then she'll put it into a spaghetti red sauce. And she sneaks it in that way, and that way they get their spinach, but they don't—they can't see it, and they can't really taste it. But they're getting all of the nutrients from the spinach in their red sauce. I used to not like spinach, but it's really good. It's delicious. We love spinach. Kid number one, what did you think of the banana balls? I thought that they were really good. Um, this. I did not taste the coconut flour or the dates at all. Um, the the banana um the bananas weren't a nice addition to it, and I thought they that weren't it, or they were. They were. Um, I also saw that it had a really good consistency of cookie dough, and um, it looked like cookie dough, and it was really yummy. I think it's worth pointing out at this time too, uh, banana bread. The cross-country team favorite absolutely, uh, is not going to be on the list of this episode because, Kid One, you already presented a great banana bread recipe in episode six. So if you're looking for banana bread and you're waiting and waiting and waiting, we get to this point of talking about bananas. It's like, where is the banana bread? What are you waiting for? It's over in episode six. Go back in time. When you finish this episode. Yeah. Any other feelings about this? Worth repeating for us here at home? I would totally make this for the cross-country team. It smells good, and I don't even like raw bananas. It's it's really good. It tastes like banana bread. It's worth it. it's worth making for the cross-country team. It'll be like frozen mini banana bread. Um, cookie you guys keep seeing frozen. It came out of the fridge. Well, but it's cold. It's good. All right, kiddos, real quick. Mark down what you thought of that one, and your mother and I will go get the next round. We're going to present rounds 9 and 10 together, and really the whole purpose of this is being kind of a nerd. These are our store control groups. These are also palate cleansers. It's also a break in all the balls. So, And it was also kind of an impulse buy as I was going down the aisles buying things for all the balls that I just saw these. I'm like, you know what? That's light. Whatever. They bring it up. So we're doing store-bought rice cakes. Two types. Number nine is going to be the barbecue flavor. Number 10 is cheddar. Did not make these myself. Probably could have if we really wanted to, but it was more of a... I knew we were going to be doing lots of different types of balls, and they needed something to just break it up. So we're seeing a lot of hard thoughts, like eyebrows moving as you chew, lots of facial expressions, especially out of kid number three. Kid number four, what do you think about these little crackers? 
These are not high in protein. They're actually kind of salty. They're not I'm fully recommending, but we needed to help cleanse your palate a little. You don't like it? Not the cheesy ones? What about the ones that taste like barbecue chips? No. Kid four is pretty much on record going, no. Kid three. Super duper good because I really like the barbecue chips because barbecue chips are my favorite type of chips. And I like the cheesy ones because cheese is yummy. Cool. I will throw in at this point too, for runners, moderation, they are salty, so take it easy. You do need a little bit of salt to replenish, but these are high in salt. But unlike a potato chip, they're baked, they're not fried, they're lighter. To the runner at the table, kid number one, what are your thoughts? You're like deep in thought on these. Um, I like the barbecue ones because they taste like barbecue chips, and those are one of my favorite types of chips. I didn't really like the cheese ones, though. Okay. Would you really eat these after a race? No. Okay. <laughs> Did yes. it help break up the flavor of the past two rounds of balls? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then mission accomplished. I hated the balls. Kid number two. Thoughts on the rice cakes? <laughs> All right. The rice cakes tasted terribly awful. <gasps> terribly awful. Wow. <laughs> because it was like that the them. rice cakes turn out, turn out to be like really had way too much salt in it. And it, like, wasn't, like, really good to me, and it tasted, almost tasted really bad. I hope the people from the rice cake lobby aren't listening to this. Good thing, well, they didn't pay us, so whatever. Exactly. Also, he's nine. Yeah, I know. No filter. Does anyone want more of those things? Can I no, I would like more, more watermelon. Do you have any more of that? You, let's get through all the tastings, and if you have room left in your stomach, because we have several more things, then like, you can have more watermelon. Well, but there is more watermelon. I want some more chips. We will get you some more while we get the next round of balls, and this time it's going to be the chocolate energy balls. Ooh, that was some, some facial expressions there. All right, sit tight. All right, chocolate energy balls. So the ingredients for these. We need 24 dates, a half a cup of Dutch processed baking cocoa, a half a cup of raw shelled pumpkin seeds, six tablespoons of raw shelled hemp seed, six tablespoons of chia seeds, four tablespoons of chocolate chips, four teaspoons of cinnamon, a half a teaspoon of turmeric, a half a teaspoon of ground ginger, and a half teaspoon of fine sea salt. So instructions, uh, in the food processor, turn dates into a paste. Add all of the dry ingredients and continue to process until the seeds are chopped up and a well-mixed dough begins to form. You're going to take that dough and form it into a single big ball and let it sit in the fridge for 30 minutes. Then, yes, 30 minutes. Then, using a tablespoon to scoop, form balls between your palms. Place the balls on a parchment-lined cookie sheet to set up in the fridge. And then once they're set, store them in the refrigerator or freezer to keep longer in a, a refrigerator-friendly box. Yeah. 
And unlike the other balls we made so far, where they're that light tan, light brown color, these are dark, dark chocolate, dark brown chocolate balls. They look like a brownie turned into a ball. Dark chocolate brownie. Mm -hmm. All right, I see some faces. I see mixed reactions, and that's not just surprised. Kid Three who's all over the map right now. Yeah. Kid, okay. let's start with Kid Four. Kid number four. What do you think? What does it, it taste like? Chocolate. Yeah. And brownies. Ooh, chocolate and brownies. Okay, good. Kid number three. What's with the faces? Disgusting. Why is it disgusting? Your sister loves it. Because it has too much peanuts. There's no nuts in these. There are no nuts in these. Well, what are the ones big? Are they peanuts? They're not peanuts. <laughs> 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 they're just peanuts. They are not sweet peanuts. They're not peanuts of any kind. Your mother is turning all shades of red, though, because I don't know what's so funny about peanuts. There are no nuts in any of these recipes. Nope. Or dishes. Because some of our recipes are just like, we just did rice cakes out of a bag. Yeah. <laughs> Kid number one, what do you think? They're okay. They're okay, just okay? why? Because they taste like whole foods. What like do you mean the they store? taste like whole food? <laughs> so Not pieces and parts? They taste like what whole food smells. But what does whole food smell like? A bunch Smell of random food. It smells like a grocery store. Yeah. Look, if you had been to health food food stores before Whole Foods went countrywide, they smelled like patchouli and B.O. and Birkenstocks. Ew. Sweaty Birkenstocks. Yucky. Yeah. Whole Foods smells like every other grocery store. I just don't like how All right. So that's a thumbs down from you? Also, they're too hard to bite. What do you mean they're too hard to bite? It feels like it's a big clump of chocolate, and they just get the chocolate inside was powdered. But like when you go to bite, it it just it's like hard to because it tastes like um, you're biting off a big hunk of chocolate, but you're really just biting up off um the chocolate um ball part. Okay, so you don't like it. No. Kid two. Thoughts on the chocolate energy balls? This was like, it was like really delicious. Really? Because, because it was just like had like, like a mountain of brownie chocolate in it with powder and some protein. Although my thoughts were like, um, it had, it were like when I just licked it a little bit. At first I thought it had salt on Chocolate and sugar mixed in together. Well, it turned out not to no be. No added sugar in these in these energy balls. Just what's naturally there. <laughs> Is that surprising? Yeah. Are they sweet? Yeah, actually sweet with protein. Yeah, because the 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 chocolate in there is unsweetened. It's pretty bitter, so the sweetness is coming from the dates. I'm seeing nods. Nods don't translate well to audio only. Were there actually dates in there? Yeah. 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 That's what holds it all together. And actually, when you, yeah. you're talking about the chunks in there, that might be a, 
part of a date that didn't get broken down all the way in the food processor. Uh, yeah. All right, have you guys had enough of balls? Yeah. Or you want some more? Well, you're Let's do it. Guess more. what? Because the next course is five balls. For our grand finale, it is a flight of balls. <laughs> you're having a ball over there, aren't you? I am. Yummy. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> I'm regretting this already as I look at my daughter. For this one, we have truffle energy balls. This is our take on doing a truffle. And we've got five different coatings on the exact same interior to the truffle, quote unquote. So four of these, and the inside, the ingredients are two cups of dates, three tablespoons of sunflower seed butter. This is an alternative to peanut butter or almond butter. You could also use coconut butter, although I've found that that's harder to find mm -hmm. than the sunflower seed butter. Uh, one cup of rolled oats, two tablespoons of unsweetened shredded flay or flaked coconut, and then you need dusting ingredients, and that's where the why well, we have five different types tonight. Good counting, but there's only five on there. The instructions are, you add the dates and the sunflower seed butter to the food processor. You mix until you have a paste forms. Then you add your oats and your coconut and continue to process until it's incorporated and a ball starts to form. Give it a couple of minute or two or three, but let it just keep running around and around and all of a sudden you get this giant ball in there. Pull that out and then using a half tablespoon because truffles are usually small. So I went with a, something smaller than the other balls we did. Mm -hmm. Using a half tablespoon, I scooped out the mixture and I rolled it between my palms to form small balls. You're going to roll them in the coating of your choosing and then store them on a parchment lined cookie sheet uh, while they set up in the fridge. And then when you really store them, just put them in an airtight container. The coatings we went with tonight, the first one, and for the four of you looking at them on your plates, the one with the white kind of outside, that's shredded coconut on the outside. Finely shredded coconut. The one next to it with the light brown whitish uh, dots, that would be hemp seed. I'm so sorry. sorry. The one that looks like almost has sesame seeds, those aren't sesame seeds, they are hemp seed. The one with the little black seeds, those are flax seeds. Or I guess not black, sorry. The one with the little brown seeds are flax seeds. Next to that with the little black or I guess you would say dark gray seeds are yeah. chia seeds. And the last one that's the messy one that has Kid 4 over there covered, her hands are now brown, her face is brown. Her that are brown. That is ground cocoa, Dutch, Dutch processed chocolate, Baker's chocolate unsweetened, which is very, very traditional for doing a truffle. What did he do? I just he put the entire thing in his mouth, rolled it around in there, and then he spit it back out. Rose. Has everybody tried all five balls? No, and I'm really confused on what each ball is. Okay. So we'll do it again. The one with the white coating. I know this is coconut. That's coconut. The next one. Yeah, I know those are coconut. The one with the white coating, 
is coconut. The one with looks like uh, little seeds, like a hamburger one. This yeah, one? those are hemp seeds. Okay. The one with the brown seeds, those are flax seeds. F L A X. That's chia, the little dark gray ones. And the really, really messy one is chocolate, which you have with some on the tip of your nose. No. We'll get it after. Hey, it's a podcast. It's audio only. We're not doing a video component to it. And we already took the, the big episode selfie. So you're okay. All right. So you write that down, go through your taste test, gather your thoughts. Kid number two. Yeah, you. Yes. What are your thoughts on these? Uh, for the four of them, they Well, there's five of them. But Did you try all five? Yeah. The four of them tasted really bad. Which four? Which four? Uh, this one, this one, this one, and this one. I can't see what you're doing. You're... Uh, you know what? It's easiest. Which one did you like? Since th- there's five. The only one that I liked was coconut. Okay. okay, you liked the coconut one. You did not like the ones with the seeds or the one that was in... Um, A powder. The bitter chocolate. That one I had to mark it down as powder. That's fine. That's fine. It is powder. All right. Why did you like the coconut so much? It's so delicious. I couldn't. I didn't finish it because I had way too much. You're balls. getting full. This has been a lot of food. Yeah. And the coconut's like so delicious. Like, Why didn't you like the other ones? They didn't taste well. And besides, these three had had seeds, and this one had a bunch of powder, which made it tastes awful. Oh, okay. Kid three. I like the um chocolate one and the coconut one, but not the free brown one with with tiny <laughs> They are not peanuts, they're seeds. <laughs> Temp seed, flax seed, and chia seed. <laughs> with seeds in them because they because they tasted like, because they tasted too sweet. Too sweet. Okay. I thought you were telling me it was like I was trying to make you eat your veggies. Kid number four. I know which one you enjoyed the most. It's all over your face and hands and shirt and everything. The one I like is one of the chocolate one. You like the chocolate one? Did you try the other ones? What's better, the inside or the outside? The, uh, the inside. The inside. You know what? The inside of the other ones are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Well, not not your leftover chocolate uh, Powerball from before. This one. That one's a little bit different, but the out of the other ones we just brought over, they're all the same on the inside. It's just what we put on the outside is different. What? Kid number one. Now that you've had a chance to gather your thoughts, have you tried them all? Except for that one, so I know what that one tastes like. Okay. So what are the four? You, you didn't try coconut. That was what you were pointing to. Um, Come up to the mic. So I thought I didn't like how the hemp seed tasted. Why not? What I, did it taste like? It tasted too much like hamburgers. And I didn't like it. <laughs> like hamburger buns? The actual hamburger meat? Like the hamburger buns. Okay. Um, I didn't like it. Um, the flaxseed was, um, was too crunchy for me. Um, but that's a nice little texture contrast, right? I know. Uh, wait, no, that one was weird. Why was it down. weird? I, I didn't like um, how the seeds were big. 
and for the flax seed. Yeah. Okay, so the chia seeds are tiny. Yeah, for the chia stuff, for the chia ones, I said they were um too crunchy because um they had too much crunchy on them. Okay. And uh, that one's too messy. You're pointing to the chocolate one. Well, how was the flavor? The flavor was good. Um, but they were too messy, and that one I labeled you. That would be the coconut, and you said you too, which you've established you don't like coconut. Mm -hmm. Jess, did you steal a bite of any of these? Uh, I had the coconut one, and it was delicious. We'll have to see what the cross-country team thinks. They're going to love the coconut one. We'll see. You like that one? Yeah. Don't whisper. You got a microphone. What'd you say, kid two? Uh, no. They'll... The runners will so love the coconut. It's so delicious. And it's also so it's also almost healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very healthy. It's healthier alternative to a lot of the other things. All right, guys. Write down your uh, your rankings for those. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to put uh, a big star next to your favorite out of everything tonight. And then, I already kind of made that. You kind of already did that? We're going to pause for a second, and we're going to score what the big winner tonight was. And thanks to the magic of sound editing, we were able to pause while we gathered everyone's totals, which was an adventure, and tally them up and find the rankings. So for tonight, the least favorite where the lowest ranking of the bunch was a tie between the truffle energy balls with the flax seed and the truffle energy balls with the chia seeds. The next, in terms of picking up points, truffle energy balls with the coconut. And that was just slightly behind the truffle energy balls with the hemp seed. So the truffle energy balls, not a big favorite tonight. Just slightly ahead of those were the rice cakes, the barbecue flavor. Ahead of those were the soft protein pretzels. And ahead of the protein, actually tied with the protein pretzels, were the rice cakes, the cheddar ones. Then we have a little bit of a jump up to the chocolate energy balls. And the chocolate truffle, or the truffle energy balls, the chocolate ones. So you guys like chocolate. Ahead of those are Coach's Maple Granola, the modified version, the nut-free version, which was tied with the Mrs. Coach's Wife's Trails Mix and the Trail Mix Power Balls. Ahead of those were the Banana Chip Balls. And then for our number three favorite of the night, or at least your number three favorite of the night, kids, the Dark Chocolate Protein Waffles. Number two was the Blueberry Protein Muffins. And if my cross-country team has the preferences of a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 3-year-old, the number one favorite would be fresh fruit. Yay! Which I wouldn't argue with either. Yeah. I would love it if they would just eat fresh fruit after the meals. I want to just eat watermelon after all my races. That'd well, we'll awesome. see about that. Noted. I will talk to the refreshment coordinator for the season and just mention that you want watermelon. Okay. Now, we didn't put banana bread on the list because you know that would end up on top. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Watermelon would have had a chance, though. 
Well, thank you guys for trying all these. Were overall though, were they just all disgusting, good, or is this kind of fun? Should we do it again sometime? We should do it again sometime, but with like maybe we could blindfold and taste fruit. But sight is part of the experience. No, but if we did that, or you're just saying my food was ugly. Oh, gotcha there. <laughs> well, tell you what, since I got you stumped. Let's update the Red Arrow Challenge, which you all, all four of you are members of. So why don't you four sit tight and we're gonna go through the Red Arrow Challenge update. Just a reminder, the Red Arrow Challenge is now free. That is an update from when we briefed it way back in episode three. No subscription required. Go to raxhw.org. If you don't have a username yet, go under the home tab. There is the RAC, Red Arrow Challenge, FAQ for the ask questions. And right at the top of it, you can create a username for free. Then start moving and recording. If you have questions on how to record or what counts and what doesn't, that's right on that frequently asked questions page. At the end of the week, enter your totals on the log page. That's a, a drop down under home. And that's it. We post all the leaderboards every week. And to the champions each week in each category, extra kudos because we're going to read you off on our podcast. So this week, Jessica, lead us off. Swimming. Nine and under, Lil Marsh, 10 to 19, Allie, 20 to 29, Lexi with two X's. 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Jesse's Girl, 50 to 59, Johnny Be Good, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill, and 70 to 79, Grandma May. Running. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Allie, 20 to 29, Lexi. Get far, shh. 30 to 39, The Logan, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Johnny Be Good, and no one older than that ran. Walking. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Izzy, 20 to 29, we're too cool to record their walking. 30 to 39, Sarah C, 40 to 49, A Palomino, 50 to 59, Bill, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill, and 70 to 79, No No Don. Biking on road. Nine and under, Lil Marsh, 10 to 19, Allie, 20 to 29, Gator Boy. There's Gator Boy. Gator Boy. Seems odd to go this long without hearing about Gator Boy or H. Kaner 305. Maybe they were out of town. Well, he did something. He went biking. 30 to 39, Helmet 85, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, J-Mar, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill, and 70 to 79, No-No Don. Biking off-road. Biking off-road was pretty empty this week. So our only champion is in the 40 to 49 category, Cyclone. Hmm. Sit down pedaling. This was popular. Nine and under, Seabass. 10 to 19, Izzy. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. What? 30 to 39, Rando 7. 40 to 49, Tim 906. 50 to 59, AR Miller. 60 and over, didn't go pedaling. And 70 to 79, Grandpa Bob. Stand up paddling. 20 to 29, H. Keener 305. There he is, or her. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. And 60 to 69, Kilogram Hill. Cut cross-country skiing. Like last week, we only had one. Big one, 64. Skating. Skating, H. Kaner 305 in the 20 to 29 category. 30 to 39, Wildcat. And 40 to 49, 
Great one. Hockey. Two people who make me insanely jealous. Hockey. 30 to 39, Wildcat. And 40 to 49, Great one. Who clearly lives somewhere where they can get on the ice, but that's not here. Mm-hmm. Although hockey's starting next week for the kids. Yay. Not for the adults, because we're USA Hockey in our rink. If you're USA Hockey, you're not getting on the ice, and I understand why. I just miss it. And then there are the featured members. There was me and you. Yep. How'd your week go? Uh, it went well. I swam, and I rode a bike. Yeah, that's right. We had, to do our, we had to do our virtual race for the Summer Racing Club. Yep. And I did the whole Grand Slam. I swam, I biked, I ran, and I kayaked all in one day. Mm-hmm. I also went for a ride with... Um, Bike Buchanan and Liz from episode 20. Yeah. Haven't made it out with uh, the Pachyderm Peddlers yet. He's asleep. All right. Well, we need to wrap this up because one kid just curled up underneath the table and another kid has her head on the table and one other kid looks bored and the little one is going around trying to wake everybody up. So did you four have fun tonight? Yeah. Tell the part where like you're thinking about the exercising things. Well, really not, was really well, I'm sorry that was we'll really boring. It's because you weren't one of the champions this week. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, some weeks you are the champion. You ask me, that was going to really tire me out. <laughs> Talk into the mic. If you ask me, that was going to really tire me the out. The exercise or just listening to me talk about the champions? Yes. But what if you were one of the champions? Wouldn't you want to hear about it? Yes, but not this. Cause it's because you're not on the list? 3 a.m. It is not 3 a.m. <laughs> well, on that note, I guess we're going to wrap it up because <laughs> Kid 3 is acting like it's 3 a.m. Curled up on the floor. Jessica, did you have fun? Those are fun. Kid number four, did you have fun? Yeah. If you can't hear her, I'm... She said, yeah. yeah. Kid number three, did you have fun? Sleeping, All right. Quiet. Kid number two, did you have fun other than the boring part where I listed off champions? Yes. Say it in the mic, though. Okay. Kid number one, did you have fun? Yeah. Okay. Could you say it in the night, please? What? Did you have fun? Oh, yes. All right. Does anyone want to come back? Me. Me. All right. The, uh, the girls want to come back. The boys are kind of like over this. Me. Oh, Kid 3 wants to come back. He's alive. All right. Well, until next week, Jess. Bye. 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 Bye.